Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A good news story when a state protects Christian doctors from being forced to do abortions or transgender surgeries. The interview Lucas Miles has an important book on the Christian left and Nat Crawford back to the Bible in digital format. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The state of Ohio has passed a law protecting Christian doctors from being forced to perform abortions or transgender surgeries. Christian Post reports that Ohio Governor Mike DeWine signed a state budget law last month that among other things, allows for medical professionals and insurers to be excused from performing procedures that conflict with their religious beliefs. <clears throat> the operating budget, also known as Amended Substitute House Bill Number 110, was signed into law by Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. The bill had faced criticism from progressive groups that expressed concern about the conscience clause. According to page 1454 of the Ohio budget, quote, a medical practitioner, healthcare institution, or healthcare payer has the freedom to decline to perform, participate in, or pay for any healthcare service which violates the practitioner's, institution's, or payer's conscience as informed by the moral, ethical, or religious beliefs or principles held by the practitioner, institution, or payer. Exercise of the right of conscience is limited to conscience-based objections to a particular healthcare service. Whenever a situation arises in which a requested course of treatment includes a particular healthcare service that conflicts with the moral, ethical, or religious beliefs or convictions of a medical practitioner, that medical practitioner shall be excused from participating, end quote. Well, that couldn't be more clear. And that is actually the text of the law. In advance of the bill's signing, the Ohio chapter of the ACLU, the Anti-Christian Liberties Union, of course, they took issue with this conscience-protected language the Antichrist organization claims the provision will be used to advance discrimination. And that's the news, our thanks to Christian Post for that report. You know, there used to be a day when the ACLU actually protected liberty. What is liberty? Liberty is the freedom to not do something when the government is forcing you to do it. But now, the Antichristian Liberties Union is directly opposing the idea of liberty and they want the government to force doctors to perform abortions. They want the government to force doctors to do transgender surgeries. They are no longer for liberty. We should call them the anti-Christian, anti-liberties union, right? Because now they want to impose 
government power over your freedom of conscience. And why is freedom of conscience important? Well, all of the liberties outlined in the First Amendment, right? Uh, assembly, press, et cetera, they, they all depend on the freedom of religion, why? Because if you have freedom to assemble, but you don't have freedom for religious assembly, then you don't have freedom to assemble. If you have freedom of speech, but we can't get, have Christian speech, then you don't have freedom of speech at all. If you have freedom of the press, but you can't print Christian literature, then you don't have freedom of the press. So it all hinges on the conscience rights and the religious practice, practice of the First Amendment. Here's what the Bible says in 1 Timothy 1, and thanks to all those doctors who now have liberty. Now the purpose of the commandment is love. What kind of love? From a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for more victories like the one in Ohio, that every state in America, that the federal government would protect the conscience rights of individual Christians, payers, doctors, practitioners, hospitals, institutions, to obey God, even if the government doesn't prefer that. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we have interviews with Lucas Miles and Nat Crawford. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't want to participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. Today we are remembering to pray for the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. In fact, we have commemorated now a special coin to remember perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our generation. And here it is, limited supplies now of a special commemorative Donald J. Trump coin. It's golden, it says the word in God we trust right on the cover. It'll help you remember to pray for and remember the presidency of our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 exactly, this is while supplies last, uh, we're gonna send you that coin, but also included are two other products that we offer. You'll get a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, and a special DVD on how to be an effective Christian activist. We'll throw in both of these, plus the coin, for a suggested donation of exactly $45 to our ministry. And on top of that, we'll throw in this special window decal, I pray for religious freedom, to help you remember to pray for America. Listen, uh, there are three ways that you can give. Right now, go to our website, which is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Right at the top, there's an online bookstore. And one of those items is the $45 suggested donation for all, all four items. 
visit our online bookstore at PrayInJesusName.org or you can call us toll free. It's an easy phone call, 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Tell the operator you want the special $45 offer and we'll send you all four items. Finally, you can text the word donate to 720-573-0305. Again, text the word donate 720-573-0305. Please help today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined now by Lucas Miles, who is a podcast talker, but also the author of this important new book, The Christian Left, How Liberal Thought Has Hijacked the Church. Welcome, Lucas, to the program. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. So there's, uh, I'm going to object to your title here, The the Christian (laughs) Left, and then you say the left has hijacked the church, so they're not Christian. Yeah, so I think that there are some that are, it's a spectrum. So there's some that are certainly, you know, uh, on, on fringes of orthodoxy, but many have uh, tipped over into, I believe, uh, various forms of heresy that have pulled the church into yeah. progressive ideology. So in the old days, the early church defined heresy as, right, arguments about the Trinity or the personhood of Jesus. But modern heresy in the 21st century in America has to do with LGBT movement Christians and, you know, the transgender movement, the the pro-abortion movement, um, the people who have gotten rid of hell. Even though Jesus taught 88 times in the Gospels about hell, they say, oh, hell isn't real, it doesn't exist, that's not Christian to follow the teachings of Jesus. Yeah, I think that that's absolutely true, but I do believe that this, to some degree, is a resurgence of some former heresies that we've seen before. Even some of the early church fathers like Origen were teaching ideas that that maybe God's so good that even Satan gets redeemed, or maybe there's no hell, you know, in particular. And so, you know, we're seeing some of these things. There's nothing new under the sun. We're seeing some of these ideas creep back in. The difference with leftists today is that I think that they are emboldened by mainstream media, by a leftist state, by the connection between Christianity and socialism and Marxism that's happening today uh, and a lot of things that's really pulling the church away from a Judeo-Christian or biblical worldview into more of a, uh, a post-Christian and post-modern viewpoint. Well, if, if Americans generally uh, are, are divided on political issues between right and left, between Republican and Democrat, do they need, also need to be divided on what the Bible says or can we come to some agreement on what Christianity means? That's a great question because, see, Christianity is not a choose-your-own-adventure story. There is 2,000 years of church history. Uh, There is this book that we have that we call the Holy Scriptures, which has an Old and New Testament to it, um, that has very established, very clear and concise, you know, uh, um, uh, definitions about what is faith, how how do we become saved, about who Jesus is. We also have the accountability of believers. We have the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. All of these things really work together to give us a clear definition of what it means to be a Christian. The left is working on re, re, uh, really, really redefining that. And we're seeing the same revisionist history that people are trying to do with our Constitution also being done to Scripture right now. And for me, I think that's something that every Christian in America needs to be uh, uh, concerned about. Why do you hold a high view of Scripture? You know, some, some on the left of center argument would say, oh, 
you know, the Bible is just a book that's written by men. I can interpret it how I want to. Sure. I, I think that if we, um, you know, the word that church history has used is infallible. You know, inerrant is, a, is more of a newer term. But, you know, throughout church history, Christians have always held that the Bible is infallible, uh, that it is authoritative, that it is uh, it's capable, as Paul says, for, you know, really correcting teaching, you know, uh, reproving, you know, for, for uh, our discipleship, our growth, our doctrine. And so the moment we begin to just pick and choose elements that we want, where does that end? Where does that, you know, how do we know which element that we pick the right elements versus another? I think that we either have to take it in its entirety or you have to discount it completely. And I, I've just seen too much of scripture and too much study around it. Uh, this is not a book that should be discounted. I like to say it this way from my perspective, since the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible, right? Either the Holy Spirit is the Lord of my mind, and therefore my mind has got to adapt to the, to the words of Scripture. Yeah. Or I'm the Lord of the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to tell him what I think the Bible should have said. I think the left is trying to make God in their own image. You know, that's really what's happening. We're trying to tell God the way things should do. It's, it's really kind of a Gnostic viewpoint that, that it's almost, you know, I'm God or I'm the truth, you know. And you hear these statements of you be you and follow your truth that are out there today. And these yeah. are circulating in the church as well. And so we really have to be aware as Christians that, that there is a concerted effort to hijack Christianity, to hijack the pulpits. It's gone from leftist uh, uh, professors down to, you know, uh, um, espousing this under their students that become pastors. That it finally ends up in the pews. And we are seeing uh, churches all across this country affected by a socialist, Marxist, progressive viewpoint of, of Scripture and of Jesus. And I think that, you know, we have to equip ourselves. Uh, Irenaeus, one of the early church fathers, said in 180 A.D. in his book Against Heresies, he basically said that the reason why the first century church struggled to refute Gnosticism is because they didn't understand it Fully. And I think if we're going to refute the Christian left, if we're going to refute progressive Christianity, we need to make sure we understand it. We need to get equipped so that we can really deal with it correctly. And that's why I want everyone to get this book, The Christian Left, How Liberal Thought Has Hijacked the Church. It's available not only on his website, lucasmiles.org, but also wherever books are sold from Broad Street Publishers. I'm going to ask one final question, and you can leave it maybe sort of uh, open-ended for you to answer and maybe pray with our audience. Yeah. Your, your book concludes, come face to face with the person of Jesus. And Jesus is neither left nor right, but the embodiment of truth and grace. Can you introduce somebody to Jesus and lead us in yeah, prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people are being told that uh, that, that Jesus is, is a socialist or Jesus, you know, we kind of have this view that Jesus is a hippie or Jesus is a leftist or whatever that is. You know, in actuality, uh, Jesus is God incarnate. He is God in the flesh. God loved us enough to come and stand in the gap to take our punishment upon himself and to give his life for our behalf on a cross. He paid the price for our sins. He died in my place. He died in our place. And he rose again on the third day. And I think it's so important that we see him not just as uh, um, the, the God of the stable during the virgin birth or the God of, of the, uh, the incarnate Jesus on earth or the God on the cross. But we also see him as the resurrected son. And so it's so important that we come to him by grace through faith and we put our faith in him to have a personal relationship with him. Would you lead somebody in a prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Father, we just thank you so much. And if you're out there right now and you're, you're thinking, you know, I want to have a relationship with Jesus, I just want to ask that you repeat after me that I believe that Jesus is the Christ and I accept him as my Lord and Savior. 
If you've done this, you have received the God of the universe into your life and the Holy Spirit comes and he dwells in your heart through faith. Lord, we thank you for everybody out there watching. We pray over their lives, over their, uh, over their journeys on this earth, Lord, that you protect their hearts and minds uh, from deception and from error on the left and the right, that they would be able to find their way to the perfect gospel. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Our guest has been Lucas Miles. His website, lucasmiles.org. Get the book, The Christian Left. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus Names Ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next guest is Nat Crawford, who is leader of a Bible ministry. It's called backtothebible.org. Nat, I want to welcome you to the show. How hey, are you great. today? I'm fantastic. This is a great experience. So I know, right? We're at, at National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Dallas. You can hear a little bit of uh, uh, room noise behind us, but we brought our mobile studio, and, and we want to promote your work because it's it's God's work, right? right. It's backtothebible.org. Yeah. What is yeah. this? So Back to the Bible is an 82-year-old radio ministry. We were started by Theodore Epp, and we've had some great Bible teachers since him. We've had Woodrow Kroll, Warren Wearsby, who wrote the B series, and now they get Nat Crawford. But we've evolved over 82 years. We realize that as the world has been coming more and more digital, and people are looking to almost be um, have self-care in their spiritual journey we want to be there for them as they start to pursue God and as they start to ask questions we want to be a resource for them to move them closer to Jesus every day so this is a, a 82 year going uh, active radio ministry yeah and, and you're on how many days a week 
Oh man, six days a week. Yeah, so we, we uh, were on Monday through Saturday and you know, we changed our format. This was really controversial actually. So you know, traditional long form radio, 25 minutes, right? Here's the thing, we noticed that most younger people, they don't have an attention span for 25 minutes. They can give you one minute if you're really good, five minutes. So we flipped the model and went off of uh, 25 minute to five minute Bible teaching each and every day with, uh, with a couple spinoff podcasts. But I tell you, the response has been incredible. Engagement levels increasing, the watch rate is increasing. It's been fun to see people respond well to such a big format change. So are you still on radio, though? Actually, we just went off radio. Can you believe that? No. Eight, eight, 81 years, and we finally said no. And this is part of the reason why. We've built a digital platform. For over 10 years, we've been working on our own app and our own, what you'd almost call like a Christian Facebook called Go Tandem. So our users, I know who's actually consuming our media. I know who's engaging in our content. And so I get to walk with them daily. I know if they're reading the Bible. I know if they're engaged in community. I know if they're praying and if they're praying with our community we have online. And then I'm there to walk with them every day. You know, my, they call me Pastor Nat because a lot of people, they're not connected to a church. And so I get to be their digital pastor. Crazy thing. Well, it's a good thing when uh, the, the social world, especially young people, have not grown up in the church. They can easily find it, access, digest, right. uh, and it changes hearts and minds. Why the Bible? Why the Bible? Because it's God's Word, right? It is truth. Here's what I've realized. Most people don't know what the Bible says. Most people, though, have a frame of reference that it has some type of good ideas, and they take it as some general truths, possibly, or at least some great life advice. So I try to meet people where they're at. I'm an apologist at heart, right? So I look for credible answers, right? I think we have a reasonable faith, so let's give people reasons. So if you're starting with a baseline of, hey, the Bible probably has some great, some good advice, then let's start there, but let's move them to truth because God's word is true, 100%. But so we start where they're at, we move them every day closer to Jesus through God's word. Closer to Jesus. There's a song in there somewhere. And I'm not going to sing it. You don't want <laughs> no, me to do that. No, no. That's not a good idea. I like the idea, though. Uh, if I go to backtothebible.org, uh -huh. is there like a, a, a class I, or a series I can sign up for? Where do I start? Yeah, so go to the backtothebible.org, and you're going to see some of our teaching. We have a daily devotional that helps you go deeper into the daily Bible teaching. You'll see Win the Day, which is my daily five-minute Bible teaching. You'll see Hard Questions, Real Answers, which is a weekly program where we ask the hard questions and we seek real answers from the leading thought leaders in the world. And then we have a podcast with Larry the Cable Guy out of all things, and we explore real-life topics from a biblical perspective. And then we have a, a program called Go Closer, which is really about life transformation. What difference is Christ making in people's lives today? And so that's the best place. And then if they want to check out our spiritual fitness app, Go Tandem, that's where they check it out. And I will tell you, that's where the real magic happens. Let me say that. Let me let me hear you say it again. Rephrase that. Spiritual fitness app. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I need an exercise app on my phone to get me in, into physical uh -huh. shape. Yeah. But, but there's a spiritual fitness? Yes, there is. So here's what I've determined. People want to become financially fit, uh, emotionally fit, sexually fit. You name the area of fitness, here's the problem. They don't start with their core, their spirit. Spiritual fitness drives every other form of fitness because spiritual fitness leads to life transformation. That's why we came up with this app. So many people, again, they, they try a shotgun approach. They'll try anything. They'll pick up a book. 
it's not customized for them. The Spiritual Fitness app has a spiritual GPS, an assessment that gets you the content that you want when you need it to help you grow closer to God. We even have spiritual fitness coaches. I'm one of the coaches. If you come into our app, you fill out our assessment, I will walk with you. Our coaches will walk with you for 21 days, helping you every day stay committed to reading God's Word, engaging God's Word, being a prayer partner, and growing into everything God asks you to be. You get a personal fitness coach <laughs> yes. for the spiritual, spiritual fitness yes. app. Yeah, so think Weight Watchers, but spiritual. That's what we do. Hey, that's... A I need both, right? Well, just so don't we all? <laughs> we do. It. That's it. Let me ask, uh, there's somebody out there who would also like a prayer and yeah. maybe an encouragement. And I wonder if you would minister to us and lead us in prayer. Man, I would absolutely love to. Uh, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for everyone who is watching this today. God, you know where they're at and you know what their struggles are. We've all got them. I've got them here today. But God, you sent your son to heal the heart to save us from our sins and save us from ourselves. Whatever it is that our friends today are struggling with, whether it's physical ailment, emotional pain, whether it's abuse, whether it's just simply meeting their needs, Father, you know specifically what it is that they need today. I ask in your son's name, the name of Jesus, the most powerful name, that you will heal them, that you will meet them where they're at, and that you will meet their needs today. Father, we thank you in advance for hearing this prayer and answering it according to your perfect will. It's in your son's name we pray, amen. Amen. Our guest has been Nat Crawford, backtothebible.org. I'm Dr. Chaps. We'll be right back. This is PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now, there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there, and we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly, I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you. And your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals, and there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today. 
empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and please help us to bring you these important interviews. We have production costs, we have travel expenses, and TV airtime is expensive. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says this in Proverbs 22, the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor. We also support up to 1,100 orphans and children in India with your contributions. Please call us today at 866-Obey-God with your best gift or it's free. You can just call for prayer. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.